Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. We're going to recap the series sweeps. It was sweep week. Every team swept besides the teams that didn't sweep. And we'll let you know who those are. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Thank you very much for hanging out with us for a little bit as we talk some baseball. We're just just a couple guys here sitting around talking baseball. That's the whole damn thing. It's brought to you by DraftKings. My name is Jimmy. His name is Jake. Trevor, back in California after his adventures across this great nation. And BBD Mm -hmm. in the corner. Trev, home run champ. How are you? Congratulations. Birthday boy. Birthday boy. Uh, you went to Minnesota. You went to Montana. Yeah, no, I didn't go to Montana, but I was supposed to. See, that's Ended where that's where early. all the confusion came in earlier. And I'm back in California. I had a blast in Minnesota. I mean, we talk about me having juice in Minnesota. Let me tell you something. I just... Rose my juice level a few notches after this last week I had there. I played a good round of golf, went in, won that home run derby, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Had some nice dinners. It was it was it was awesome. Had a lot of great ball talk with some of the boys. Tommy was there, Mauer Morneau, Nick Punto, Joe Nathan, just a bunch of legends out there. So it was fun. It's fun to do that, but I'm happy to be home and I missed doing the freaking show. So we missed we you. Jake, tell everyone about all the golf and you played and all the home runs you hit and all the professional athletes you hung out with. Um, I went to a golf simulator. I, you know, paid money to hit balls into a screen for a little bit uh, yesterday morning. Famous people. Uh, me and Josh Donaldson interacted over Trevor Plouffe's victory, uh, and he had a he had a nice little tweet about that. Said he wasn't wearing. Wait, a, did he? Yeah, yeah. I I thanked I him that. for fixing you, uh, as wow. his you know he's your hitting coach. Uh, and then he replied, and he had a nice little cheeky tweet uh, talking about the Garrett Cole incident, and he was like, you know, I wasn't wearing a rib a rib cage protector. I just had a big lunch. Um, so you know, JD. World-renowned funny guy. Uh, excited to link up with him soon. As He's kind of all of our hitting coaches right did, now. Did you see Active Twins? <laughs> no, they were gone. Around. The only one I saw was Jake Cave. I think he's rehabbing or something. So he was out there with us. Um, he's a fan. During the home run derby. Graybeard. Yeah, he, uh, I mean, he was a little impressed with me. I'm not going to lie. I was hitting the crap out of the ball. Feel myself right now. He was liking some tweets the other day. You look great too, Trev. Trev, we're proud of you, man. BBD, did you, you win that. anything? No, but I'm also proud of Trevor. Okay, that's a win. Huge. You know? Let's clap for yeah. Trev one more time. How's Zach feeling about me? Because that's hey. kind of the main thing I, I care about. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. Even, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Dude, Jake. Trev, not to like one-up you. Jake had two. Incredibly impressive victories in our new gaming content coming out soon. Uh, we recorded five mm-hmm. episodes where Jake and I are playing video games from the '80s, and 
I mean, I the the burger. I don't want to give anything yeah, away, give but away there's there's one uh, one I moment of Jake's week really that good. I promise you he was more proud of himself than you were yourself. At I the think home you were more proud of me than I was. I I didn't have time to be proud. <laughs> I had to make a move. Yeah, he was actually pretty shook. I had to make moves. He was shook the whole time. That's awesome. Jake. I was proud yeah. of you, Trev, and I was very proud of Jake and the gaming stuff. So be on the lookout. I don't proud. think that comes out for a little bit, but uh, yeah, we're all proud. Teaser. That was really cool, though, Trev. All the pictures and the Gatorade stuff, uh, or you know, I know it's like half a joke, and it's just, but it was pretty cool. It's pretty cool to see your juice. Kotuck Co- sent me the pic of you and all the boys, and he said that you had the best fit easily. He t- he texted me that as well. Easily. Well, I mean, it's not that hard. I mean, those guys, they're not known for their style. Joe and Justin's tough. Brian Dozier's like thinks he's a cowboy, but then doesn't want to Dozier be a cowboy. Dozier was close. Kind of a... Dozier was there. He just he yeah. he kind of missed it, but you could tell he put he some long... thought in. He just it's weird. He like wants to be that Hollywood good looking dude, but then there's like the the Mississippi boys is always pulling him mm. back a little bit, you know? So he kind of runs that in between thing. And sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Mauer's got the, the best. What was garden Hire's best joke of the event? Oh man. I don't know. We talked a lot about, we reminisced a lot. Guardian. And I, he said he was going to get rung in the first inning of the, of the home run derby Classic. as a joke. Haha. We laughed at that, but then he, he did it. <laughs> it was no he, joke. Yeah, he he initiated having some swing lubrication. That's what we're gonna call it. Ah, he's ready for a beer. So we had some beers in the dugout. Good times. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. That's probably bad. Beer is legal. Beer is legal, and I haven't been to Minnesota yet. You'll get there. All right. Well, let's get into the NL recap. Which Trev? Wow, you're our leadoff hitter today. Yes, and I'm going to tell everyone, didn't get to watch a lot of baseball. Do I have all the notes in front of me? Of course. Am I going to slay this? Yes. Yeah. Sorry, Trev was winning home run derbies. Whoops. Yeah. It's me. I watched, I watched, I watched something. Oh, stop that. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Trev, what happened in the National League? Like you pointed out, James, there was a lot of sweeps throughout baseball. This first series was not one of them. Philly is going into L.A. The Dodgers take two out of three. The Dodgers did take the first two games, 3-1-5-3, before the Phillies won the rubber match, 2 to nothing. And that was a Wheeler versus Kershaw game. Both offensive struggles, which means all the pitching did well. That's interesting. Betts had the go-ahead home run in the seventh inning of game two. Wheeler goes six shutout innings for the third straight quality start in game three. A bunch of injury news. Seager expected to start his rehab assignment late next week, which is really good news for the Dodgers. And Belly and Muncie should return uh, from the I.O. when eligible. Awesome. Figura for the Phillies could miss up to three weeks with a left groin strain, and Harper did exit game two with back tightness before sitting game three Dodgers take two of three from the Bills another one that didn't end in the sweep the Cubs went into New York to take on the Mets the Mets took two out of three again they won the first three games of the series five two Mets three two Mets six three Mets before the Cubs won the last game two to nothing that one was Hendricks versus Stroman again the offensive struggles Offensive struggled, which means the pitching did really well. Dominic Smith, two homers. Pilar, three extra base hits. Baez and Rizzo 
Both had two home runs apiece. Six of the Cubs' 17 hits are homers, but no Cub records more than two hits. Look out. DeGrom exited game three with right shoulder soreness. Not expected to be a major issue. That's a second time in a row he's came out with something he said is not major. We'll see how that goes. Uh, he pitched three perfect innings that day with eight mother freaking K's before and uh, before exiting Andy and an RBI single, which is incredible. McNeil is expected to return Sunday or Monday, and Conforto is about to start his rehab assignment. So the Mets are getting their players back. They take three of four from the Cubs. Here come the sleeps. The Reds went into Milwaukee, and the Reds swept the Brew Crew. 10-2 Reds. 2-1 Reds in 10 innings. 2-1 Reds on the last day. They swept despite slashing just 198, 297, 302 because the Brewers were just as bad. The starters went really good for the Reds, and the relievers finally showed up. Nine shutout innings. Luis Castillo goes seven shutout innings in game two for just his second scoreless outing of the season. No player on either team records more than three hits. Votto had a good series, three for 11 with a homer. Vogelbach, the only Brewer who had three hits, hits a homer and a double. Colton Wong hopes to return Friday. The Reds sweep the Brew Crew. On to the next series. The Pirates go into, na- into national territory up in D.C. You probably know which one swept this one. The Nationals sweep. 3-2 Nationals. 8-1 Nationals. 3-1 Nationals. The Nationals hit the ball. The Pirates did not. The Nationals pitched well. The Pirates did not. Corbin goes eight in a third innings. One earned run in game two. Gomes, two home runs, including a grand slam. Bell. Hits a two-run homer against his former team in Game 3. Trey Turner with five hits. Scherzer, though, placed on the 10-day IL with groin inflammation. It's precautionary, and he should be activated when eligible. The Nationals sweep. Moving on, the Marlins went into St. Louis, and St. Louis did the damn thing. 4-2 Cardinals. 2-1 Cardinals. 1-0 Cardinals. Again, the Cardinals hit. Marlins did not hit. Cardinals pitched. The Marlins starting pitchers did good, relievers not so much. Five of the six starting pitchers record quality starts, all except Braxton Garrett, who went four and a third with two Ernie's in game one. Pitchers duel in game three, Oviedo, seven shutout innings, and Alcantara pitches a complete game, but gives the walk-off to Molina in the ninth. Goldschmidt with the walk-off home run in game two. And Dickerson for the Marlins placed on the 10-day IL. The Cardinals get the sweep. Two more series. We're talking Padres going into formerly Jake's Rockies. Guess what happened? The Rockies swept. I would have lost a lot of money if you asked me that one. 3-2 Rockies. 8-4 Rockies. 8-7 Rockies. Jake left. They start winning. Rockies slash 324, 375, 569. The Padres did not hit. Rockies starting pitchers did okay. Padres starting pitchers did really poorly. Tatis. Needs three homers in his next four games to pass Alonzo and Judge for most home runs in the players' first 200 games. That's a weird stat. I don't know why I just read that. Rockies sweep the Padres in the last series. Diamondbacks at Giants. The Giants sweep 5-2, 9-8, 13-7, 3 The Giants hit the crap out of the ball. They pitched okay. Belt had nine hits in the series with a homer and six extra base hits. And Duggar, seven hits, two home runs, four extra base hits. Everyone knows that Yaz go-ahead grand slam in the eighth inning of game two. That was magical. And the D-backs, Jake Snakes, they break the MLP record with 23 consecutive away losses. The last win on the road was Bumgarner's seven-inning no-hitter on April 
25th. <laughs> Giants get the sweep. That's what happened in the NL. Mm. That's tough. Mm. Giants, best record in baseball. Most wins in all of baseball. What are they doing up there? It's the coaching. I saw, coaching I, so I saw a picture of Gabe mm. at a game the other day. And, like, a, um, he had the beard and he had, like, nerdy glasses. Like, it was, like, in Philly he was trying to be, like, the, the uh, aviators and, like, cool guy manager. And in, it was, like, intellectual Gabe was managing the Giants, and I was like, oh, my God, it's perfect. Just looks. I think he's both of those things. I think he's both of those things, to be honest with you. I just loved his look. I saw him recently in a video I was doing, and I thought he looked great. He's got to be manager of the year in the NL, right? Trev, we need – it's time. We need Gabe. Uh, you want Gabe on the show? He was mixing it up on Twitter the other day a little bit. He – he uh, Ross Stripling in the apology he gave, uh, Gabe mm-hmm. Kapler mixed it up in there. Said respect, comma strip, which people have told me a few times. And Gabe, <laughs> looking at some pictures of him right now. Holy smokes, <laughs> looks like it's making a little bit of a right turn. Um, man, go Giants! The best record in baseball. Everyone was waiting for the bottom to fall out. I think if you asked anyone around baseball, they're still placing money on the Dodgers or the Padres. But, hey, six games up on the Padres right now. Um, And the thing that I harp on every episode, like, yeah, they've got some bats. We kind of talked about that last year and coming in this year. Gossman and Disco DiScalfani are are guys. If they end up in a one-game wildcard playoff, especially if it's home and it's Gossman, I'm not betting against San Fran right now. So, los hibidojientes. They're good. I mean, they're they're hitting the ball. They're pitching the ball. Gabe's got them firing on all cylinders. And then the other team is the Mets. They take three out of four from the Cubbies. Uh, they took the first three. The DeGrom news is its own thing, but the Mets just continuing to win needs to be talked about first, I think, because um, it's pretty cool. It's uh, They have a four-and-a-half game lead in the division right now. They just keep winning, and they've gone through some tests recently. You know, the Cubs were another first-place team. They took three out of four. And uh, didn't they play someone before the Cubs? I think the Padres. They The Padres. On them too, yeah. Padres. They took two out of three from the Padres. Um, and they split a series with the Padres in San Diego. So um, they've been winning. And and not again. It's not like they're beating up on bad teams. They got four against the Nationals coming up. One's a doubleheader, so they'll make up, start making up some games. Uh, they have a little. The Mets have a divisional stretch coming up. They have four against the Nationals, four against the Braves, four against the Phillies. Their next twelve games. If they keep winning series, you will see the Mets be. They have an opportunity right now. Those four series coming up to really. They're four and a half games up in first place right now, to really expand. So that would be a, a fun little storyline. And then they have, after that, they have the one game against the Nationals and then three against the Braves again. So their next, what is that? Their next 16 games are all NL East. So if the Mets can go on and a little bit of a winning series streak there, they're going to really distance themselves. 
if you don't think they're going to make a splash of the deadline, you're crazy. Mm. Cohen's got the juice going right now, especially if they're winning. He loves the taste of that. And he'll go, he, he'll do something. I don't know what they exactly need right now because they're kind of, they need a little bit of offense, I guess. Maybe just to get healthy, that would help them. If they got healthy, got their guys back on that, that side of the ball. They've been pitching the shit out of the ball. I, I, I'd look for them to go add like a really badass high leverage reliever because everybody needs one of those. I like that. I'm not to say they don't have our, the bullpen's been okay, but why don't they? They should more. just go get Gibby and who's relieving for the Rangers that's doing well? Taylor Hearn always and Kennedy. Kennedy, go get Gibby and Kennedy. Kennedy yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, man, they have to have some fun vibes going on. We saw uh, Donnie Heaters, Diesel Donnie. He made an appearance for the Mets uh, this past week, and yeah, man. I mean, their IL is still like. Holy crap, Jeff McNeil, J.D. Davis, Conforto, uh, Nemo, like Pete Alonzo just came back, Carrasco, Syndergaard, uh, Don Batances, and Tommy Hunter. That's that's a good night with some IL bullpen. But, yeah, man, these these Mets, I've been trying to give them as much love as I can. And, guys, I mean, the secret sauce, they're pitching. DeGrom is the number one pitcher this year. Stroman has been lights out. Taiwan Walker. That's when I'm going to start giving myself some back pats on because I, I, I really like the signing and, and him putting Yankees it all together. Yankees could have had him. Yankees could have had and, him. Uh, and a lot of other teams as well. Seth Lugo has come back for them. He's a really good relief pitcher. He's been good. Um, and I just want to give this a shout-out because he blew us all away last year. Aaron Loop back at it again this year, starting to throw some big innings for Los Mets. What a stud. Hot. What a stud. Yeah, you know, the, the Mets – Second to last in all of baseball in runs scored, which means their pitching has had to do the heavy, heavy lifting. If they get those guys back on the offensive side, look out. Some bullpen help would be good. They 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 use their guys a lot. Yeah, Trevor May. Trevor Tom May. Is, Trevor May has been getting used a lot. Trevor May and Diaz have have pitched in a lot of games. <laughs> Trev, I. A question for you. You used to play baseball. I think you posted. We talked about that at the top of the show. DeGrom, obviously a hyper-important part of this team if we're talking the Mets going plays and stuff. He's gotten pulled twice with arm stuff. He got checked out. There's nothing there. I mean, what's – like, what are the conversations and stuff? Like, it, And you're the Mets. You've got a nice little cushy lead on the division. Is it like, hey, let's let's skip a start and, and make sure he's okay? I I, what's what are those conversations even like? I'm sure they're talking about that. It seems like everything that he's come out with, I think he had the something in his elbow. He said that was nothing, so then he made his next start, and now it's a shoulder thing. If I'm them, I'm precautionary as hell with him, especially to have the lead up. You know you're looking like you're going to be in the postseason. You need your guy. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind them having to miss two starts. And not completely stop throwing, like go get your bullpen work in, maybe throw like a little simulated game, but really low stress type stuff, and then have him come back out after those two like or ten days, whatever it is. Uh, but it seems to me like he's he thinks it's nothing, and he knows his body very well. Like if he's he knows mechanically what to do. Um, he's had some injuries before, so he says like I know what those feel like. This isn't that. So a lot of times you have to trust the guy when he tells you something like that, but. I think there are a lot of discussions in New York about let's let's skip these next two starts. They can afford it, man. Yeah. They yeah. got a lot of games coming up. It's early in the season and they're winning. So it's uh they're not 
desperate right now for DeGrom to be carrying the team, which is a different feeling a little bit for them. So they can afford that. I'm sure it's frustrating for DeGrom. He said something like, I'm getting sick of this or something like that. But, like, yeah, you know, it's not like if the Yankees, if Cole was hurt, like we're desperate for Cole to pitch every five games. Mm -hmm. Desperate. Need it. Mets don't need that. They're winning and they're doing well. So good for them. Throw the churve. Shout out to the Reds. They're on a bit of a heater right now. That's good for them. I mean, you know, we were starting to get into, you know, would they trade Castellanos? Is would Winker, his value's at an all-time high. I mean, they are they are back in the mix, 35 and 32. Uh, really good stretch. And Cubbies stay atop that division with the, the crew in between them. So NL Central's kind of fun, huh? Yeah, it's fun because the Cardinals jumped all the way down to fourth place now. We kind of expected the NL Central to look like the NL East does right now. Like one team would have been ahead and then everything else would have been kind of a pile of slop. Well, I think we thought we thought, we thought the Cardinals Brewers were going to be battling. I think we thought the Central would be battling, just battling of slop. An ugly battle. Ugly battle. And right now it's like a good battle. Yes, yes. And the Cubs have... What are they going to do, dude? I love that they're forcing the hand like this. I can't wait to see what happens. I, they ha- they can't sell now, right? You can't. I know the Padres are in a bit of a slide right now, mm. and that's fine, and it happens over a long season. But getting swept by the Rockies. It's pretty tough. Rockies are – let me double-check this stat. Padres are now 15-15 and 15 in the last 30 games, 7-13 and 13 last 20, 3-7 last 10. So they're, they're in a – I don't think it's going to damn them. I think they'll be able to get out of it and all that, but that would have been a nice series to not get swept on. Guys, the Rockies are two different teams right now. I know my snakes are getting a lot of a lot of love, but the Rockies are 24 and 14 at home. That's a good team. They are 5 and 27 on the road. The Rockies are two different teams. Okay. I just looked at the last 30 days. Okay. The Diamondbacks are two and twenty-eight. Their winning percentage is two eighty-six. I've never seen that. Yeah, yeah. They're uh, they're they've they've. Has anyone ever finished with it in the twos winning percentage? Well, what were the twenty nineteen Tigers? Weren't they one of the worst teams ever? I'm gonna have to go check. It's Elijah Green season, baby. Twenty nineteen Tigers were forty. They won forty-one games. <laughs> 40, no, 47 and yeah. 114 for a 292. Yeah. Yeesh. Tanking for Elijah Green. Snakes 2024, babe. <laughs> they can trade some pieces, so that's good. Sure can. Yeah. But Who else? what else we got? It's kind of it. National suit, the Pirates. Kind of don't care so. about that. I mean, I'm rooting for the Nats. I don't know. Yeah. Jake hates the Nats, but there comes there comes to a point, and it's not personal against any team. Right. If you're a fan of these teams, don't be like I hate you. But there comes to a point where, as a third party fan, I get more interested in saying the Nats. I would be more interested in if they weren't making the playoffs, and then we got to, to dream about where some of their pieces go. We were saying that about the Cubs, too. Like, man, if the Cubs aren't in the hunt and they're sellers, that would be amazing because they have so many pieces. I'm happy that the Cubs are in are not. They're buyers. But, you know, there comes to a point where you're like, you start looking at teams like, man, 
that could make the trade deadline fun. You know, fo- football and base football and basketball are a lot better at baseball than this. You'll see, you'll see a team. <laughs> football and basketball are a lot better at than, baseball than baseball oh, than at baseball. this. Well, keep your ears listening. Football teams, they get measured in like four game stretches, and it'll be like, oh, does this team have some juice? And then you look back at the schedule, and it's like, oh, they played three of the four worst teams. NBA is kind of the same way. A team will go on a nice 11 and 2 streak, and it's like, oh, they played no one, and those teams rested, guys. To get excited about the Nats sweeping the Pirates, I just ain't going to do that. Didn't I say that about a team? You said that last week. It, it, was, it was good. About who? I forget who. But we the need, Angels. I need. I think yes. I think we need to schedule shame a little bit more. I know baseball. Any team can win on a given day, but like, if you play bad teams and you beat them, okay. It was about the Angels. I said that. Yeah. And that can bring us right into the AL Holy recap. Holy cow! Can you let me know, Jake, what happened in the AL? And I'm interested to see what the Angels did and who they played. So, here we go. Tell everyone. Well, Jimmy, Trev, you guys know me pretty well, and I always like to start with the BJs. The Blue Jays finished a reach-around series with the Sox. A little 2-1 Sox, Evaldi and Manoa. A little bit of a pitcher's duel. Vladdy hit his 22nd dinger, but Devers with the walk-off. Really nice start from Evaldi and Manoa doing things for the Jays. Let's keep it going with the BJs. We're feeling good. We're getting loose. They get swept by the Yanks. Ooh, baby, the Yankee season started on Tuesday. Montgomery versus Ryu, Cole versus Stripling, King versus Zoik. Yankees come from behind in all of these games. The Blue Jays' bullpen is a mess. Holy Toledo, bad times. Cole gives them eight innings. Gary Sanchez, people are talking. Trev's his coach, he fixed them. Uh, maybe, maybe not. Twins at the Mariners, and the Mariners take two out of three. Twins continue on their slow but painful death. Mariners take the second game 10-0, flexing eight shutout innings. Ty France with some action this series. We used to talk about him a lot, not so much anymore. And the Mariners' bullpen, nine shutout innings. Twins, start selling, babe. We're, we're ready. Rays at White Sox. There's a good baseball series, guys. Glass now versus Lynn as Jimmy labeled it with Chris Rose. Beauty versus the Beast. And today, Beauty had one, although Glass now gets hurt. We hate that. We hate that. We hate that. And then the White Sox come back to win the series. Keiko Giolito, they win the last game in 10 innings. Uh, Grandal, the Yes Man, with a walk-off single in game three. Orioles at Indians. Indians sweep the Orioles on their way to Big Bad. And Cleveland gets four out of them. 4-3, 7-2, 8-7, and 10-3. Cleveland mashed for most of the series. A 481 slugging. The Orioles did not. Jose Ramirez and Bobby Bradley. I'm all in on Bobby Bradley, by the way. Great literation, good prospect. And he's got a show look, Trev. Go check out Bobby Bradley's look. Um, Mancini and Mountcastle hit. Cool. Bieber to the aisle. How about that? But Franmil could be on a rehab assignment next week. Tigers at Royals. Tigers sweep the Royals. Uh-oh. Royals. Royals are dead. Your season's over. Uh-oh. How about this? Tigers fans, that gets a little lead in your pencil. Boyd, Mize, and Scooble. That's who you've had in your video game rotations for a little while. They get it done. And Jonathan Sculpt. 
Six hits and a homer. Willie Castro. I love Willie with two eyes in it. That does something for me. Benny to the 10-day aisle for the Royals. Angels at Athletics. Trev's Athletic Sweep. They are hot, hot, hot. Ooh. Angels get swept. And that's obvious. Manaya Montes and Swervin Irvin to finish it off for them. Uh, how about it? Athletics, starting pitchers do enough. Matt Olson, beautiful eyes, can date my daughter. Uh, and Angels believe Trout is about a month away. Yeah. Rangers at Astros. How about a little Texas two-step to figure it off, Tim? 6-3, Strohs in 10. Jose Altuve! Jose Altuve! A little walk-off granny. Been there. And they take the second game, 8-4. Grinky versus Lyles. Astros hit all series. Altuve with three homers. Chaz Michaels, Michaels, McCormick with two of his own. Bregman to the aisle, don't like that. But friend of the pod, David Dowell, starting a rehab assignment this week. And that's what happened in the American Schleeg. When you said walk off granny, been there. What were you referencing? Um, Dallas Jake got into some stuff. That's all I'll say. Slept with a grandma? Is that what you're saying? Okay. Well, I mean, grandma could only be, what, 40? Sure. Right? Yeah. 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 I don't discriminate. Are we into grandmas? Doc Gooden's great-grandfather. He's I just like feel emotion. 51. I just see love. I just wanted to clarify what you meant. That's all. So the Angels get swept by a good team. So mm. all the the wins How against. How much did the you guys talk about Glass now? Did you guys talk about him last episode? Not really. He said that after the episode. Yeah, all that stuff. Um. So, what do you got on it, Trev? Hard to. I don't know, man. You know, I listening to him talk i feel bad for these guys because i you know i believe that sunscreen rosin and sweat is totally acceptable and mlb comes out and just lays the hammer down saying you can't do that i don't know how they say that how how can you say you can't do that like it's gonna happen but he says he had to change his grip you know why they said that bad for the guy i don't know why because they're incompetent no because they didn't want to fight with the mlbpa and by making a new rule or changing a rule, they would have to talk with the MLBPA. The only way for the MLB to act immediately was to say, all right, well, the PA already agreed to the rule on paper, so we're just going to enforce it to the letter of the law because if they try to do the dilly-dally, then they have to open up a negotiation with the PA, and we know that that means nothing's going to get done. So I'm not I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but I'm saying there is logic to why the MLB was like, the fastest way for us to actually act on something is to just enforce the rule that has already been agreed upon. Okay, that just I mean maybe, yeah, I get that. I get that. I understand that. I don't think you had this. They singled out like sunscreen and rosin, like saying that. And then here's the thing about like doing it this quickly this black and white this reactionary like it they didn't talk to mlbpa they said they tried to i heard that that wasn't the case probably for what you're the reasons you're saying because their their conversations don't go that well but you can't you have they've known about this for a long time why just now why just i now? i i told they should have done it the, they should have done it at the start of the season but you have donaldson saying he's going to Put out videos of everyone cheating. You have 
you have Shilty, a manager, saying they need to do something about this. Donaldson saying they need to do something about this. You on here saying, me on here saying they need to do something about this. So MLB said, okay, there's a lot of public outrage. Everyone's comparing it to the steroid era where we didn't act quick enough. What's the what? How can we act as quick as possible? And they said, well, the quickest thing we do is just say we're enforcing the rule that has already been agreed upon. Because if they try to go negotiate a new rule or to, or get the PA involved at all, nothing gets done, and they're the ones that continue to take the hit from managers, from players, not really trying to defend them because they fucked up by not doing this yeah. at the start of the year. But if you wanted anything to happen, this was kind of their only option, in my opinion, without uh, it did, becoming did a drawn-out mess. Did I miss Manfred getting up in front and talking, like having a press That's, conference? Did I miss but that? But, dude, they know you, that you, doesn't work. They know that he's awful at that. Like, he's never once stood in front of a podium and not sounded like – and not put his yeah. foot in his mouth. So I mean, write something for this guy. Make him read it. I want to see his man. face he, talking he about the game, dude. Are you kidding me? That is your freaking. I think job. the last time You're he did it, I, I agree that he should be able to do that. I think the last time he did it, I we came on here and I said, dude, Manfred should never be in a mic in front of a mic again. He's so bad at it. And Trev, uh, uh, he doesn't care. He's running a business. Rob Manfred doesn't care about baseball, and I I think this is more. Again, to be divisive. I, I think that's why it's there. And, and like you're saying, Trev, literally every player we've come across, sunscreen and rosin, hitter, pitcher, whoever you are, they're fine. So you are right. When they specifically say that in the sentence, that's when things get divisive. Like, you should say, you know, all illegal substances are going to be out, and if you want to, you know, spider tact was so hot in the street. spider tact had a hot week. It still is, by the way, back alley at Bats. I'd love to see their sales. I bet you they sold a lot of oh, it. Oh, God, yeah. what a week for spider tact. But, man, it's insane. And that's where I still want to see the enforcement. When, when they start doing this, uh, you know, if our umpires, a lot of veteran umpires that guys respect, if there's two veterans on the bump and they got a little sunscreen and rosin going, are we really doing anything? Um, I, I don't think so. I'm interested to see. Who knows? I mean, they we might get pure anarchy. I said the last time we talked, I thought it was tip of the iceberg, and then all the glass now stuff happened. And now we're relating injuries to it. Like, this is messy. Um, so I'm still interested to see what the next steps are. But, uh, yeah, it's a... Uh, I think an overstep by baseball, and I do think in that overstep is everything they do is calculated. It's just not the way you'd calculate it from a baseball fan's perspective. Some Someone in the chat said, who's worse at press conferences, Cole or Manfred? <laughs> well, it's pretty funny. That's not funny at all. Dude. Oh, I, yeah, I was waiting for a, little, no for a little audio no there. That. That's pretty – he's been really bad. He's had two in a row that have been absolutely horrible. He's electric. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if I answer this, I'm just going to sound like a Yankee fan, but if any other player got asked straight up, have you used spider tact, which no other player has been asked because only the Yankees beat reporters would actually do that to a starting pitcher. Balls. No other pitcher every, – every single pitcher would have answered that the same way because if you say yes – Oh, no, there's, been a, there's a lot of them that would say no, Jim. Every pitcher that used spider tech would have a difficult time answering that. But if you don't use spider tech, you can sure, just say, Sure, but no. any other pitcher that uses it, which is a ton of pitchers, if he says yes, he's instantly fined or suspension. Opens himself up to be the first scapegoat of the entire fucking thing. 
But you could it just have a, a little bit better response. He shouldn't have sat down. It, yeah, it wasn't even a game day. Yeah. He just shouldn't have sat down. But if any pitcher that... They fucking took the steroid guys to Congress for lying. <laughs> so you cannot <laughs> say no. You can't say no. But you can't say yes because then MLB can scapegoat you right away and say, okay, you're fined, you're suspended. This is our first MLB player that has done it. You know, so Bauer's the only one with the balls to... Be smart enough has, to say. Whoa, 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 whoa! What balls has he done? He's a, he has not come and said I use. I know, something. but he's better at dancing around saying yes without saying yes. Yeah, he make he's trying to make a mockery of it, yeah. showing oh this is sunscreen and rosin. Look how it grips. No one's talking about the tack, Trevor. You know that everyone's talking about the spin rate, dude. Like I. Well, he was I'm just a he was just saying that. like I'm getting a little tired of that. He, act. Well, he was saying that that was just sweat and rosin that. Stuck the ball to his hand. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. If you get it wet, it's mm-hmm. it is. It gets really sticky, dude. That's what I'm saying. It's all you need. Yeah. That's the tack you need. He's danced around it as well. Yeah, be, but I'm saying like they they're took, all going. They to. took players to Congress for lying. So to ask a guy who everyone knows has used it, he's not going to say no. Look how that went in the last scandal. And if he says yes, then he opens himself up to be the first MLB player publicly scapegoated, suspended, blah, blah, blah. So he just avoided it in Everything a we're way. saying is well, true. Bow- it was yeah. a bad press conference. He half-handled it okay for what he said, but it's still a bad press conference. Like if you thought he was going to say no or you thought he was going to say yes, you just have no idea the repercussions of either of those answers. Why hasn't Bauer came out and said, yeah, like I used something? I feel he like that's basically like what he did in a roundabout way because they said, did. "Would you be able? Do you think your stats will be good without it?" And he said, "Look at my 2018 numbers," which is a very roundabout way of saying my 2019 and 2020 and 2021 I numbers. Have. I have been. I'm using good it. without it. Yeah. All right. What's uh? Let's be, let's move on. Yeah. Well, let's let's talk about some of the baseball implications of it. The Rays lose Glass now. Who? I mean, the Rays have been pitching. I mean, that's why they've been on their their hot streak. Um, I don't know. It's How bad's his injury? Have they? So they 60-day IL'd him. Okay. So I talked to uh, a guy named Chris Rose about this a little bit. Uh, he's one of his sons on the Chris Rose rotation. And he said, and this is really smart, he's like, if Tyler Glasnow gets the surgery now or if he gets the surgery in September – He's out for next season either way. So, for the next little bit, they're going to see how it's feeling and if anything changed and if there's anything they can do. If not, then that's it. And, man, uh, like if your stomach doesn't drop a little bit hearing that, because we've obviously become such huge Tyler Glass now fans, love his ability, but on the Chris Rose rotation, you won't find a like brighter yet down-to-earth just Goddamn stud. Like, the fact him and Cole Tucker are friends, like, give me some of your sperm or something. But, man, like, think about that. Think about your profession and think about who Tyler Glass now is right now. Like, a rising star of the game. Like, one of the most talented starting pitchers. And if they go through with this surgery, which is most likely the scenario right now, we won't see him on a bump until 2023. It's a sick sport, man. really is. Are, do they do they take the rosin bags off the mound or something? Like I don't understand. What do you mean? 
Because they said you can't have sunscreen and rosin. And he said he didn't get to use anything. The ball was very slick. He had to change his grip and stuff. Did they take the rosin off the mound? No, he could use they the rosin. Play. He just didn't. He just tried to use not the sunscreen and rosin combo. It was strange to me because look, it was preemptive. He was just trying to I, get used to it for future without it. Yeah, I mean, I guess everyone's different, man. But I've gripped the ball with sweat and rosin. Uh, there's days I forget to put on sunscreen or forgot to put on sunscreen. Still pretty, still pretty tacky, dude. Curious. Curious like a cat. Call me whiskers. No. It sucks, though, man, because like you said, Jake, the guy was freaking figuring it out, and that race team is a lot of fun to watch, and they're they're going to have to fill some big shoes And, hey, there. for the shout-outs, I, I, I keep giving the Mets for winning with injuries. I, I mean, now look at the Rays. Tyler Glass now. Uh, Nick Anderson, who's supposed to be an all-world reliever, they've got a full bullpen of injuries. Um Interested to see how they react to that, though, because that is – he's the anchor. He's the anchor. Like, cool when Rich Hill and Yarborough and Fleming or Waka give you something, but Glass now, he's the guy they, they expect the seven one earn run from. Um, interested to see. Uh, Where are the Indians at? Oh, they're only three and a half back. Okay. Well, they got, the, the Indians got to play the Orioles. Yeah. Uh, who are so bad. They are... Trev, I'd love to see... I did a breakdown on their positioning and a rundown. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it as MLB player because, you know, just from my amateur knowledge and doing rundown drills in high school and all and that, like, it was so incredibly bad. And Hyde came out. Hyde got ejected, and then he came out, and in his press conference, he was like, yeah, well, our offense stinks right now. And our pitchers are pretty beat up. So we can't afford to be bad on defense. And then the next game, just awful, awful defense. The Orioles are bad. I saw the Jose Ramirez rundown. Is there more than that? No, that one. You know. The first baseman covers. They were were mostly in position, except they were just guys that left the base open. So I think it was second and third. Second and third, and yeah. And base, base it to right field so the first baseman comes in. He was where he, he's supposed to be. Um, third baseman should be at home at third base. Shortstop around the bag at second base. Um, somewhere there, second baseman at first base. They all started where they were supposed to be. But what happened was J-Ram kind of baits the cutoffs to guarantee the run scoring, which is good base running by him, yeah. trading an out for the go-ahead run there. Um, yeah. So – uh, Mancini, I think, was playing first. I forget. Cuts it off. and But then, now the run scored. There's no other base runners. The outfielders never ran into the infield to cover to help with the rundown. They, they, they don't even need to, though. That's the thing. It's the pitcher and the catcher, because the catcher was set up at home plate he, to get the throw. And he, he, Pitcher's ca- supposed to be behind. Catcher runs to first base to back up first in a rundown, which I've never seen before. Third baseman. Oh, that's weird. He should not have See, done that's that. what, that's what I said in the run. I've never heard that yeah. taught or seen that ever. And because a third baseman runs to second to help with the rundown, that's normal. The catcher has to run to third. Pitcher yeah, covers so the home. catcher needs to go to third. Pitcher yeah, goes so to the home. So the, yeah. the, the catcher ran to like first. like the last case scenario. <laughs> the catcher ran to first, and that was the weirdest thing I ever saw. Even, I mean, you said the third baseman was supposed to go to second there. He was late. They were all that. late. They all didn't move until, like. So, like, and you know, it's just, it looked bad. You're right. The catcher does need to go to third base there, let the pitcher go to home. 
I think everyone was just looking at looking at the play like, okay, like someone like Pat Vileka, who was playing second base, probably should just ran and tagged uh, J Ram at the end of that, but he gave the ball up, and then that's when it all went downhill. My boy Pat Vileka, Mortal Combat for life. TV, uh, Indians, man. Uh, I know the combo kind of started there. Yeah, beat up the Orioles, and we're not going to give him credit for that. Ten but, games though above five hundred. That division now. Think of that division's dynamic. Royals eating bucks, thirty and thirty-seven. Twins ate so many bucks, twenty-seven and forty-one. Tigers, young bug eaters. If the Indians keep winning games, we are now talking about two good teams from the AL probably not making the playoffs this year. And uh, you know the AL East is tough. Um. Athletics and Astros, assumingly going back and forth. We'll see if the Mariners and Angels can hover around 500 teams because I think that does change the dynamic of these teams' schedules the rest of the way. If the Indians can walk over the Royals, Tigers, and Twins to end this year, whoo boy. Right now it would be the Red Sox and the Astros in the wild card game with the Rays, White Sox, and A's winning their divisions. That's cool. The White Sox have Astros a doing the, the White thing. Sox have a losing record against teams over five hundred. That's a big test. That's a big litmus test for Jimbo, which I, I found odd because yeah. they're so good. I but they is it is it bad? Is it bad? Bad? No. Um, twelve and fifteen. Twelve. It's not bad. Bad at all. And but uh, I just thought it was interesting because the every remember how many times I've said the the White Sox have a winning record in every single category, but all of a sudden. That changed a little. I mean, it's still so long to go. But they, they have so much to feast on there with the Royals, the Tigers, and now the Twins it's, also being a... The old Twins effect could come yeah. into play with the White Sox. Yeah. If, if they don't... The yeah. same thing about these Indians racking up wins. If the White Sox don't get tested for the month of September, you wonder what that looks like in, in the playoffs. I am a believer in that. And people that have listened to this podcast BBD, know that. I believe, I believe, I believe. BBD robot me for the interleague. Wow. Unplug, replug. And the interleague is brought to you Go by. Yanks. Go Yankees. Well, Yankees have to win, Trev. They're not back yet. They have to win 14 of their next 22 to officially have my vote of confidence. 13 for me. 13 for Jake. So it's a long way to go, but they started. All right. The interleague recap is brought to you by Farm to Fame. Former big league pitcher Peter Moylan. Mm. Sports journalist Kelsey Wingert. Bringing you all the updates you need to know about the kids making their way to the show with the College World Series going on, the draft coming up, and minor leagues in full swing. If you're looking to learn more about the team's prospects, up-and-comers, rising stars across MLB, you need to tune in to Farm to Fame. It's on the John Boy Media Network. New episodes are released every Wednesday morning on the JM Baseball YouTube channel and everywhere else that you just listen to your podcasts on. You can also stay up to date on Instagram and Twitter by following Farm to Fame. It's a real good Twitter account if you like, uh, if you want to know about, you know, rookies, amateur players, minor leaguers, at Farm to Fame underscore. Um, they do a great job covering everything, so check that out. Wednesdays, JM Baseball. Can Here, I say something? Yeah. I like them a lot. They have a lot of fun. I'm really excited for Denver, man. We are going to have a good time. Moylan opens up with some good jokes. He's an he's a duck. He's not. I was going to say an odd duck. He's just a duck. Okay. All right, here we go. Interleague. 
Jimbo! Strap in. We got a lot to chew off here. The Red Sox went to Atlanta to play the Braves. They played two games, and it's sweep week. So the Red Sox swept the Braves. Not good. First game was tied in the eighth inning, I believe. And Doogie Verdugo hit a three-run homer to give the Red Sox the lead. Red Sox hold on for the win, 10-8. to eight. Game two, tied in the seventh inning. I may have switched the innings here, but game two, tied in the seventh inning, and we had a grand slam by Christian Arroyo. Pinch hit, go ahead, grand slam in the seventh inning to give the Red Sox the lead, and they win the second game, 10-8 to eight as well. Same score, both games. Rodriguez got the start in game one. Richards got the start in game two. Ion Anderson got the start in game two. It looks like he didn't pitch that well. That's a bummer. Bogarts had four hits that all went for extras, extra bases, uh, home run and three doubles. And Devers and Renfro had four hits, home run, and uh, two doubles across the board. I don't know why I said that at the end. doesn't really make sense, but there you go. That's it. That's just one series, and there's only two games. Only two interleague games. Hey, baby. So, awesome for me. Short recap. Mm. Braves are down and out. Mm. It's tough, man. Times are tough. Yeah, I, I, I tweeted uh, that the Yankees are a tough watch. And um, so it's one thing to be bad. It's another thing to be a bad watch. And everyone that's not a Yankee fan kind of attacked that tweet. And a lot of people didn't even understand it. Because some people are like, oh, three days ago you were saying they were terrible. And now... They were swept, and I was like, I said they were a tough watch. Separate thing. But Braves fans and Twins fans were the two fans that reached out, and they were like, at least the Yankees have a winning record, and they were the two fan bases. I was like, yup. Like, Diamondbacks fans, Tigers fans, like, what were you expecting? You went into the season knowing there was no chance of playoffs, so don't care. Twins fans have the biggest disappointment on their hands so far. Yes, there's no Braves denying. fans are getting close. They're 31 and 35, so it's not as bad as the Twins. But Twins fans for sure. And um, and the Twins fans, it's a lot of bullpen, or it was early, so that's tough. Uh, I don't know what's doing it for the Braves. It was the hitting for the first half, it felt like. Now it's the pitching, or I don't know what's doing it. But, like, you know, the tough watch for the Yankees was the bottom. Bottom in most outs on the base paths. Bottom five in most hit into double plays and stranded runners, and, like, all the stuff that crushes your soul. So I guess Braves fans reach out, like, what? You might hear more about that later, Jimbo. Uh, okay, all right. Might hear oh, more about baby. that later. Wow, so teaser. I feel bad for the Braves. Um, Red Sox continue winning. They would be a play, play, playoff team right now. Good for them. Red Sox still 42-27. and 27. That is a good, good record. Uh, they hit. They pitch. That's baseball. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, bravos. The island country of Bravos. Interested to see how things are going to play out there for the next little bit. Um, what other standing stuff? We kind we kind of did it all. Diego Anyways. Rivera says literally nothing is doing it for the Braves. Amen. Amen. Yeah, they're just kind of like not great at anything right now. They're right below league average. They're right above league average in hitting. Right below league average in pitching. Their bullpen hasn't been good. Hasn't been terrible. They're just like. Uh, like you said, Jim, a tough watch. Like a meh. The uh, so the Freddie Freeman's hit chart is going around, 
uh, Twitter right now. I just saw it like get retweeted on my timeline, and it is uh, on ground balls. They're the, the only place he hits hard ground balls is the same exact spot. So I'm sure that's got to get frustrating if if every time he barrels a ball, it just goes right to the second baseman. So, yeah, I guess reach out. It was the hitting at the start of the season. Oh, sorry. You You're good. This. No, it's a team. It's a topic. Um, Yeah, uh, I, I've, one of the ways I laid it out was like Yankees, Twins, Braves, and I think I lumped the Cardinals in with them, and it was like, you know, Two of those teams are going to click at some point. Two of them just ain't. Uh, and that's yeah. kind of baseball. So there are games left. These teams have 90-plus games. And, man, the Braves still, there's a lot of talent on that roster. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see the course of course of what changes. It's a Petriello tweet. I just shared it in the chat. But look at that. That's his ground ball hard hit location spray chart. That's not good. Yeah. There's a, a lot of... You know, I think a lot of guys have their tendencies. And, uh, that, and Petra says, says that. that. I'm sure a lot of guys yeah. look this way, but it makes you understand shifts. Yeah. Like, why? if you saw that and you're the defensive coordinator oh. or run prevention specialist, I'll you'd be like, Nick Turturro, uh, hey, put that guy <laughs> over the shift. Who? Oh, man. He's this can't be shift. right. He's still doing videos? Um, I This was just a tweet. Oh, okay. It's like, why are we shifting? King's Wait, this can't screwed. be right. What can't be right? I was thinking, you know, we're a little bit past 60 games, and it's cool that we have a full 162 this year. So, like, teams that get off to a bad start can get back into the swing of things. And I started looking at the, like, the wild card standings. Mm. How many teams make it from each league? Two wild cards. Three, three, you know, the division winners and two wild cards. Okay. Never mind. The Mariners aren't that, aren't that far behind. That's uh, when I was talking some of that AL division stuff for. And, hey, shout out J.P. Crawford. There's a Mariners fan who comes in the chat every episode and is mad we don't give J.P. Crawford more I love, love. That's your guy, Crawford. Trev. That's your My guy. guy. Um, yeah, that's, that's kind of what I was saying when we get into deeper AL wildcard talks. If the Mariners and Angels can be feisty, like around 500 teams, that's a big advantage for Cleveland if the Royals, Tigers, or Twins all eat it. So that's something to watch. Right now, it would be uh, Mets, Cubs, Giants, and the wild card game would be the Brewers versus the Dodgers. I am going to start giving that update. Okay. Every uh, uh, you know back end of the season, it's actually an important update and right. fun to know. We're very early, but I think I'm going to run into some. Uh, I'm going to just say that every episode now. I'm interested in it. Friday thing, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Someone reminded me we'll do of a, a graphic. Stat that- that we share, Jake, you and I. Oh, no. Yeah, they said me and you have made the same amount of all-star Don't teams. Don't let the That's chat tough. get why, in your head like that. Why, why are they coming at me like that? I mean, if we do, like, all-time all-star teams, you've got me beat. I'll just say this. Wait till I give myself an award today. But, I mean, I was put on the 12-year-old all-stars as an 11-year-old, which didn't happen in Middlebury, Connecticut. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Kind of shocked the whole town. Yeah. Uh, People talked. Did you start? People talked. Yeah. Clean up. No no way. Yes, dude. I is there is there a, an Atlanta curse for real though? Like are we do we have to talk about that? Like sports teams curse? Ooh. Ooh, I don't know. Someone in the chat brought it up, not me. That's not Those me. Down uh, alley. Hawks are kind of rolling. When I was now. uh 8 years old, I was uh, the catcher for the 10-year-old team, North Sydney Bears. So. What's up Bears? Because they did, they played T-ball. Um 
They still played T-ball at. Up till 16 in Australia. No, but it was really late. I was already doing kids pitch in New Jersey, and then we moved to Australia, and, like, my age was doing T-ball. My dad was like, hey, can we just... So I play with 10-year-olds. What up? Chev, the chat redeemed. I never won a home run derby. I never won a home run derby. Bang. I won a home run derby. My first uh, one was this week. When me, you, Ed, and Proach went to the Little League field and played. Three friends. Yeah. How about it? It's a good time. All right, that's uh, the standings recap. Sweep week. A lot of sweeps. Sweeps week. A lot of sweeps. Let's go into the individual awards, which are brought to you by John Boy Media All-Star Game. Yeah. Jake said uh, he was excited for it. Yeah. Everyone's going to be there. I mean, the content house is going to be pretty fun. Trev, have you heard the sleeping arrangements? I haven't. I also heard like just randomly that people are going to try to like strike me out at this event we're having. Like I didn't really sign up for that, but yeah, that's you tough. Know, your body is ours. It, that huh? already sold out. So the fifty the fifty VIP tickets sold out, and there's an alley. So either they can pitch to you, Trev, or or mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. How, I don't think every every all fifty people are going to get to do it anyway. There might be yeah. a raffle, um, play some blitzball against the people. But yeah, the house situation is uh, me, Jake, you. Rose, Moylan, Moylan, oh Joe's, I think so. Sam's got it. Yeah, Zach and Kyle and BBD. I heard you opted for a bed instead of hanging out with us. That was my one oh. thing. I said I want BBD in the house with us. Uh, I it, it wasn't presented as as much of a choice. Oh, okay. But also, if it was a bed or house, I kind of can't do a cash for four nights. So. I do think I do think me and Jim landed Can't in a room. Can't do with a couch for four nights. Right? Eighteen years old. Oh my god! I can't believe you just said that. John, John, and I landed in a. Yeah. We're we are doing twin beds. Yeah, Jake uh, and I are sharing a room. room. Pretty like messed you, up. I mean, I I saw you guys share a twin bed together in the back of an RV, so it's not. You saw to me. a lot more than that, Trev. Yeah, I really don't care at all, yeah. but I, I was like, oh. It'd be nice to have, you know, a little, if you ever need to, you know. BBD, you are so soft like right now. I'm actually very upset Trev, that you said you that. you know I'm soft. Yeah. I'm so That's sorry. That was, never, that was never off the table. God, I can imagine. Trev, that. if you had a couch or a pull-out couch, are you sleeping on the couch version or are you sleeping on the pull-out couch version, mm. the pull-out bed version? Uh, Pull-out. Jake? I, I like we this, have I, I we have a nice a pullout couch, so I know where you're going with that. Oh, okay, but we like we have it's a nice, nice one, so I I respect a nice pullout couch. A lot if of, it's the old school one. If it's an, the yeah, metal, a clunkers, lot of them, yeah, just couch, just, it, just couch it. Yeah, I've slept in so many of those, man. Cots that mm. on the floor, air mattress, BBD. I slept on an air mattress for an minor league. Trev I wasn't offered an air mattress. Minor league Trev is mad at you right now. I wasn't yeah. offered an air mattress. Yeah. I wasn't offered a pullout couch. Travel with an air mattress. You I'd, can also uh, just go buy an air mattress at Target for nineteen dollars. What would what would Ron Gardenhier say to? BBD? I hate air mattresses. I'd rather sleep on the floor than an air mattress. There's some good air well, mattresses what, these days. Did you ask me a question? I'm sorry. What would what would, what would Coach Gardenhier say to BBD? He would say, "Good, you know, if you don't like it here, you can go play somewhere else." And I guess that's what you're doing. And he's here. He I, left our that's house. What he did. It's me. <laughs> All right. All right, let's get on. So the All-Star Game. The part I was supposed to talk about. If you're in Denver, come through. Yeah, we're going to be at Improper for the actual game, and you can come on through, watch the game with us, hang out. All right. Standout performances. Standout performance. 
Fuck, dude. I want it. I chose a guy. Boop, boop, boop. I don't get to go first. Trev goes first. But can someone phonetically in the chat, the guy that was on the Cardinals and got traded to the Rockies and is a starting pitcher, can you phonetically spell that out? Because I never know how to say it. And uh, But, Trev, you get to go first. Who's your standout performer? Since I'm not doing a, a Tolkien baseball award, I'm just going to do a real quick quote Whoa. and then give my standout performance. Okay. Um, a wizard is never late, nor is he early. He arrives precisely when he means to. That's Gandalf telling Frodo to shut up. Like, you're not, I'm not late. I'm here where I'm supposed to be. My standout performance is Dallas Keuchel. Mm. Um, seven innings pitched, zero earned runs, five Ks, one walk. And he's been exactly what he's supposed to be for that team. Okay, they have the guys at the front of the rotation. They have Giolito. Lance Lynn has been incredible. Rodon has stepped up, and now he's he might be the best of them all. Him and Lynn. Keiko is supposed to be a three or a four in that rotation. He's doing just that. He's made every single start this year. Um, you know, he he takes the ball into the sixth, a bunch, into the seventh some. Um just kind of being that guy that like uh, you need in a rotation to eat up some innings. He's been that guy and he's done really well. And then now going up against the Rays, seven innings pitch, four hits, zero Ernie's. I just like guys that take the ball every day and do what they're supposed to do. That's Dallas Keuchel. Congrats. Love it, Trev. He had a four-five-three ERA at the end of May, and now three starts since then: six-one earned, six-two earned. Uh, and seven shutty, those last two against Toronto and Tampa too. Uh, so he's back down to three seven eight. Dallas Keuchel giving you six innings. Yep, not bad, not bad. Jake, me? Who's your standout? Or what? Jim, your I am going to a guy that everybody loved. Um, I mean, relatable, short king. It's going to Jose Altuve. Jose Altuve. Jose Altuve. He had a two-homer night, uh, and I'm doing a slight piggyback again, getting partially illegal. He hit off a walk-off grand slam the night before, so you could have easily picked that game. Uh, But he hits two yackers the next day, so how about three homers and five at-bats from Jose Altuve? Uh, And Mighty Mouse, you all hate him now, and it's because he's part of a cheating baseball team. How's your year? Uh, 298 batting average, 365 on base, and 891 OPS. He is getting back to Jose Altuve level, 16 yackers on the year in 57 games. Boogity, boogity, boogity. I know, guys. I know. It, it hurts what the Astros did, but they ain't doing it right now. And Jose Altuve, man, walk off granny. Been there, as I mentioned. Into the two homer game. When Mighty Mouse is on, it's still a fun watch, man. Important home runs too. The first one was a leadoff home run, so instant offense. You love that. that. Uh, the next one was off of Kennedy, who's having a good year. But it was, and there's no term for this. It was, uh, or we've made a term, and I always forget the sit Blow down. The sit down. It was a three run lead turned it into a four run lead. Uh, in the eighth inning, they had Stanek, who's their closer right now, I believe, warming, so they used him. But if the Astros wanted to give their their closer the day off, Altuve afforded them that option by making a three-run lead to a four-run lead. 
um, what's the term we've come up with? A uh, yeah, we we were all around it because you know it's with how important bullpen are. Like people, Yankees fans would get mad at Stan if the Yankees were up three and Stan hit a two run homer, and they'd be like, "Oh, well, of course, Stanton in a blowout." But if you can save a closer or a setup guy in baseball right now, a yeah. day of work that's huge. Uh, Is it the sit down home? I don't know. Yeah, sit down, something like that. But uh. Been yeah, trying man. to come up with a term for it forever, but when the closer is warming up in the bullpen, or a big a setup guy, and then and then your offense scores a couple more runs, and the closer just says, "Oh, all right, you don't need me anymore." That's big. That's a and then it's then it, then if he you use the closer the next game, that home run is not a garbage time home run. It's uh, big. So I forget the term. Save savers. Sit. I like sit down homers. Sit down homers. I like sit down homers. Um, Who's yours, Jim? Gomber is what the chat told me. Yeah, somber Gomber. The uh, internet, when I Googled it, says Gomber, which, but Gomber. Uh, we'll go with that. That's what the chat just told me. They said it's Gom, like Jom, Burr, Gomber. He is my standout performer. His season's incredible. He has one really bad start, but in this one performance, he went eight innings pitched, zero earned runs against the Padres, only four strikeouts, only three hits, Zero walks. He only got to a three-ball count on one batter. He was just throwing strikes, telling them to put it in play, trusting his defense. Eight innings pitch, zero earned runs against the Padres in Colorado, which made me think, is this dude pitching well in Colorado? And his stats in Colorado are unreal. He's got like a 0.35 ERA or something like that. I I don't have it written down. I don't know if you're looking at it. Yeah, it's 0.95. 0.95 ERA in Colorado for Gomber. Crazy. Five starts. In five starts. Now, he has one outlier start, 1.2 innings pitch, nine earned runs. Real bad start. If you butter knife that out, his ERA on the season – Sands that one, and he doesn't have another outlier. I think his other worst is six innings pitch, five earned runs, which whatever, that'll happen at for pitchers. Two five five ERA. So that one start kind of is blowing up his ERA, but he has another one of these. So he can get it back down. But uh man. Gomber. I like that. I like I, that. Uh, when I I did my how to fix the Rockies thing and you know, try stuff and see what works. I believe there's some science to it that actually low fastball spin guys, their fastballs are more effective at cores. Um, again, I don't have the science on that. We'll call it the Yorvi-Tori Alba effect. Austin Gomer, he's got a pretty good baseball. Gomber. Austin Gomber, somber Gomber. He's got a pretty good baseball savant page. A lot of, you know, good amount of red for a starting pitcher in cores. Fourth percentile fastball spin. So in this age where we're talking about spider tact and all that crap, <laughs> Gomber ain't spinning the fastball, but it's working at core. So, hey, look into that, anyone who works for the Rockies. <laughs> I think they have – I think the Rockies are the only team in the league that are – it's a general manager slash social media team. Same position. You think he's running at all? It's both, yeah. Who's their JM now? Uh, I was – kid was an intern. He was just a social media guy, and they said – Now he's the GM. Good luck. Enjoy. Could it be worse? Got to be better than what we're doing. And I guess slight shout out because, you know, the Arenado trade was viewed as a joke. And if Gomber is good, like, okay, they got a nice young starting pitcher back. So if Jake was 
president of the team, GM, whatever you want to be, because I think they all call themselves presidents now, whatever. Right. You're going badass defensive outfield. Badass defense. Defense and speed. And guys, and guys that can't spin the ball. Boom, World Series run. You probably want to mi- find out. That's my only question. <laughs> Dude, guys, I just did something that I think might be huge moving forward. The soundboard, I rearranged all the sounds we use, guaranteed to use every show, and I put them in order that we use them. That's huge. And, you know, a lot of people might be thinking, why didn't you have that before? Yes. And it's because I'm dumb. But now, like, the intros, when I hit one, baseball boogies when I hit two, slump watch is the next one we do. Trump watch, I hit three. Mm, So... That's awesome. Good job by me finally organizing <coughs> the soundboard. Slump Watch. Trev, are you leaving? Are you staying? Yeah, hit me up. Hit me up on the RoboCam. Hit up the cam. Nina drawing. RoboCam. So beautiful. RoboTrev. Robo. Uh, actually, Trev, he's gone, but I think the Nina also drew the Lord of Rings yes, us, which Lord is Trevor's like background on Twitter now, yeah. I believe. Oh, I didn't know he made that switch. Yeah. I like that. All right. We Trev had... Likes okay. mixing that up. We had five guys on Slump Watch, like we always do. Yeah. We have five potential additions. BBD, who are we maybe adding? Guys, some tough names to look at. Nolan Arenado's 0 for 7 on the week. Glaber Torres 0 for 9, 2 walks, 2 Ks. He left last night's game with an injury. Kind of doesn't count. Uh, Adam Frazier goes 0 for 9. He was on your all-league team. Uh, 2 walks. Starling Marte. 0 for 6, 2 walks. I think it's only 2 games, but he's such a deadline target on here at 0 for. Jazz Chisholm, my guy. 1 for 12, 2 ribbies, 3 Ks. Wow. I want to watch all of these people. Yeah. But good news about the guys we were watching. Okay. Uh, Reese Hoskins. So, Reese, not to give too much away, but it looks like he's the only stay. Uh, It's 1 for 12. There is a homer. The one's a homer. And a walk. But one for 12. Yeah. If it and was one for 10. I'm confident in Reese. He gets hot in bunches. And the Phillies lost, right? He punches and bunches. It Se- feels like the outfield's fall. Segura out. Okay. Um, it's gone. The good news, I think the rest, we might be able to clean house, Jim. Austin Meadows, three for 13 with a homer, a double, two RBIs. So not amazing. I mean. Some pop. But I want other people ahead of him. Right. I'm not going to clap for Meadows. No, but he's um, But also, Meds Alley's always open. Yeah. Brandon Belt, he mm. goes shame to fucking flame. That's... Holy smokes. Nine for 16 with a homer. Two triples. Three doubles. And three walks. Trevor... Five, five, 563 batting average. 632 OBP. Trevor Plouffe's Brandon Belt. Damn, Trevor Story, who we kind of we kind of had on because um, it was coming back from injury, but we had him on because of the trade stuff. Interest. Uh, four for nine, three doubles, uh, four walks, two stolen bases. So Hell he's yeah. letting people know he can do everything he's for him. Back. I like that. Bregman went on the IL. Uh, we should clap for Story. Story clap for Story. And yeah, there's a bunch of different ways you can get off slump watch. Bregman Breggy, IL. Bregy yeah. gets hurt. All right, so we're keeping Reese now. Yeah. Arenado. Is only 0 for 7, so I'm fine not keeping him because we're also not watching him for trade stuff. It was just an 0 for 7, unless it goes deeper. Let me deeper. dig. Okay. Let me dig because there's a couple guys without huge at-bats in there, but let me check on on Nolan because he, you know, he's a star of stars. Oh. Yeah? 
Nolan Arenado is currently okay spinning. Okay, I can just do the math. Four, four, three, and four. That's uh, four times three is twelve. Fifth, oh for fifteen. So we'll keep him on. Then. So I think Nolan we'll stays on the series. Yeah. Uh, Glaber Torres and Adam Frazier. Uh, the Yankees are trying. They have to win fourteen of the next twenty-two. Otherwise, they're sellers. So I'm keeping Glaber on here. Um, he played all games. He also. Tweaked his back though. Yeah, that that was the only thing that made me nervous about Glaber. He might we'll not be, be playing. We'll I don't think right. it impacted these stats, but that could help him just be off because we don't care. We'll Starlin Marte, only two games. I get yeah. it, and he did have two walks, so it's really nothing. Oh for six with two walks right. over two games is nothing, but because he is a premier trade candidate right now, yeah. a lot of teams are going to be wanting him. I'm keeping him on, and then um, so I would have done Jazz over. Let's do Jazz over Glaber. Okay, because like, of the injured stuff. Can you do Jazz and, and Marte is like the Marlins duo? Well, it's a Farm to Fame before. ad episode, too, yeah. and Jazz Chisholm is their dude. dude. So oh, my God, I just 12. looked up real quick at the screen, and I thought that the cartoon moved. Like, if we can Ooh. get the technology. With it did. It. Uh, now it is. Okay, so that's what we got. Reese Hoskins, Jazz Chisholm, Adam Frazier, Nolan Arenado, and Starling Marte. All future Yankees on that list. That's pretty wild. Holy smokes. Um, that's who we are watching. Get off. On Monday, guys. Dirt nasties on fuego. That means I'm mm. on fire, baby. Like Waco. Mm. Now, you heard Brandon Belt already. He went shame to flame on us. Jose Altuve, you heard already. Jake standout. He had three home runs on the series, four for nine. Ty France was on Slump Watch for so long that we decided he just didn't deserve to be watched anymore. Had a series. Now, can you look up Ty France's game log? Is this, um, he went five for nine with the homer and three doubles mm. and a walk and a hit by pitch. Really good slash line in the three games. But is this, com- can we compound this with any other? Has he been slowly getting back into goodness? Because he started hot, so hot, he hot. He had a good series. I think he's having a good month by this point. Um, Eight. Yeah, 283, 371, 855 OPS this month. I'm hoping when Does I go to his bo- splits, I'm hoping he just had a wretched May. Yeah, so did, that's what I'm are hoping. his season stats then like decent? He's he having had, a nice year. It's such a hot start. He's having a nice year. 116 OPS plus. Yeah. Oh, uh, this is perfect. He's got like an 840 OPS since May 24th. This is perfect. In April slash March, 289, 386, 850 OPS. May, 190 batting average of 510 OPS. In June, 855 OPS. So a little every other going. Dude, look at the OPS pluses. Uh, for Ty France, you just said the slash lines. The OB- April, March, one forty four. June, one thirty three. So really good. The sandwich in May, forty six. Mm-hmm. Awful, awful, Ouch. awful. Uh, so good for Ty France. Uh, Sean Murphy, he went three for five mm. with two homers, also two hit by pitches. We got a lot of hit by pitches this week. Devers six for twelve, and only two games. I guess there was a ton they of offense. The Blue Jays too. Oh, this is including okay, okay, six for twelve with a homer and a double, uh, six RBIs, and then Scope. Jake mentioned hey. him in his uh, rundown. Six for fourteen with a homer. So good job, Belt, Altuve, France, Murphy, Devers, Scope. You friends with any of those guys, Trev? Scope, Devers, Ty France, Brandon Bell. Uh, to be honest with you, not really. Scope, yeah. we played against him a ton, but all the other guys, not necessarily friends with them. Okay. Yeah, no. We'll get to best friend of the week later. Yeah. yeah. And now we are going to awards. 
Trev, you get to uh, give out the first award here. I'm giving it to myself. You guys knew this was coming. I took down the first annual Mowers Kids Classic Home Run Derby amongst a field of legends. Jim Tomey, 600 and some career homers. Ever heard of him? Hall of Famer. Justin Morneau was in it. Um, Wasn't sure how it was going to go. You guys know I didn't practice at all. Then I found out most people didn't practice. So I felt like we were pretty much on an even playing field. Um, as soon as I got out there, it was clear to me that I might be in, in the best shape of all the guys. Mm. There's some guys that are still cooking, but I'm still moving around a lot. So that that helped me out. I hit some absolute mammos. Uh, ended up me and Joe in the final round. I had the option. You guys are going to like this. I had the option to go after Joe because I was the higher seed. So I would know how many homers I would need to hit to win. I said, you know what? This is Joe's event. Let me go first. And I actually only hit three mm. out of three homers out of ten pitches in the last round, uh, but Joe couldn't find the swing at the end of the day. Hit two, so I took home uh, the Derby uh, trophy, man. And it was a really fun uh, time. I don't know if you guys saw the videos. I was hitting the crap out of the ball, so I'm patting you myself were. on the back a little bit. That one behind the behind you shot, good. I tweeted out like it looked like a video game. It looked like a video game. I have to pee. You can move on to Jake's award while I pee. I can't hold it any okay. longer. It's coming go. now. Jim wants the world to know, about to let it flow. Uh, oh, man. Trev, good award, man. I, uh, I've i already told you this, but, like, when it was happening, there was a buzz in the office. Um, you know, our, our girl Vanika was tweeting about it. Um, and, dude, like, we checked, we were checking your Instagram story and Twitter videos to be like, so, wait, do they have, like, a different fence or what's going on? No. Mammo dongs. Out of Trevor Plouffe. Um, I went third deck at Target Field. Whoops. whoops. Multiple times. Sorry I about it. I don't think it. anybody else went up there. Didn't see the other guys up there. Brian Dozier. Dozier was a little, I was a little disappointed in him. Really? He's the last guy. Yeah, because he just ended playing last year. He was in the big leagues last year. Do you think you're going to spark Dozier to like get it back a little bit, or do you think you just kind of sent him in a depression spiral? He he acted like he didn't care that much, but I know okay. he's going to go home and think about it a lot. I love that. And I think next year when we do it, because we're going to do it again, I think there's going to be a lot of guys gunning for me. <laughs> I love it, Trev. Got, yeah. You set the tone. I won the award. You What's set the, the award tone? called? I give you the Mowers Kids Classic Award. Yeah. Thank you. That's huge. Um, and shout out to Joe and and Maddie, his wife. They raised, I think, three hundred fifty thousand dollars for the the Children's Gillette Hospital in Minnesota, which is an awesome cause. So, I'll give Joe an award too. Great fundraiser award. Trev gave it a bonus award. I am giving out the Canary is chirping award. Mm. The Canary is chirping. Um, you know, back in the day in in mines, they used to send a canary down there first. Um, and when it would start chirping, that's when it was like dangerous or whatever. There's safe. the gas safe. If the canary didn't come back or didn't chirp, that right. means the canary died and it was dead. Bad. Um, so we, you know, everyone has their, uh, edible story, making your own edibles. One time we did it. Um, we made brownies and we like knocked all of our friends out. And one of our buddies said like, everyone was waiting for it to hit. And then one of our buddies tried to form a sentence and it, just didn't happen so one of our other buddies said the canary is chirping and then we all were really fucked up for like 14 hours anyways 
The Canarius Chirping Award is going to the Atlanta Braves. You guys talked about it a little bit. It's uh it's kind of a woe. We heard a lot about the Yankees. The Yankees were around 500 and everyone was freaking out and oh my god, are the Yankees dead? We'll see. They beat up on some Jays. We'll see if they come back down to earth. Um, everyone was on the Twins in their death spiral, uh, you know, because that kind of came out of nowhere early. The Atlanta Braves, man, I don't know if it's because people don't believe in the Mets. The Atlanta Braves are a bad baseball team right now. I reached out. We have some Braves connections in this company. I reached out to Peter Moylan, said, what's wrong with the Braves? He said, simple answer, bullpen and Ozuna. Um but he doesn't think they're done yet. He said Anthopolis has his work cut out for him. Ask me on July 1st. So he's hoping for some quick changes. I asked our girl Braves Ashland. And I said, hey, Ashland, what's wrong with the Atlanta Braves? The bullpen is their biggest weakness right now. So both of them instantly on the bullpen. We'll see if there's any changes that go down, down there or if they make some bullpen moves. That's something to watch out for. Um, and then she said, and we kind of felt this with some Yankees games, when their offense is dead, it's D-E-D dead. It's full dead. Um, you know, it's it's not some guys are putting together at bats. Man, this is a quote I've said a lot on this show. Um, smart people in baseball, I think it was an old Buster Only article, said, you know, if this Braves core doesn't win multiple titles, it is a failure. That's how much people believe in all of the youth on this team and in this organization. And young, thick Austin Riley having a good year. Um, Acuna Jr. with a little one-dot OPS. Freddie Freeman starting to come around. His OPS is in the eights. You know, you expect a little more out of Freddie. Ozzie Albies, his OPS is in the eights. If I told you young, thick was with those guys kind of doing it, you'd be saying, okay, let's go Braves. Four games under 500 right now. And I heard a little birdie say that there is some trouble in Atlanta right now because also Snitker went to the press and talked about Ronald Acuna Jr. getting thrown out. And they said, he said, you know, it's an awful baseball play. It's the reason why this team is losing games. I heard that Dansby Swanson did something similar. Earlier in the season, and Snitker applauded it. He said it was aggressive base running. So I heard things are stirring in that Atlanta dugout a little bit. It's something to watch these next couple weeks because that team can't sell. They're supposed to be in a dynasty window. So, man, it is going to be interesting to see what happens with these Braves. Do things get hot? Do players start going at each other? Are players mad at Snit? I don't know. Canary's chirping. Watch out in Atlanta. Oh, I love you, man. Yeah. I really do. I think the canary's know, not chirping. The way yeah, it's not it. chirping. Oh, I the have my own version. Die first. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's the point. If they're chirping, everything is all good. It's, it's good. not like you're good. Hoping it's the, the opposite of that. It's the opposite of that. So canary is not chirping. The canary is chirping. It's my award, so you guys can back out of it. Um, but the canary is chirping in Atlanta. And little birdies told me something. You guys missed that at the end because you, you were looking to come at me. 
I'm not looking to come at you. You used the phrase wrong. You guys were both thinking about coming at me. You guys looked like hungry dogs for the final half of that. We're just trying it to was, correct you because you have the phrase wrong. It's not a correction. It's my We award. knew where you were going with the I'll award. You just, guys totally, you just totally used the phrase wrong, like completely wrong. Yes, and it's my award. Welcome to the show, bitch. The canaries aren't chirping in Atlanta. Canaries chirping to me. I had a little birdie come talk to me. So they're going to be good. They're fine. No. Something's going to happen soon. I think we're going to see a little mix-up in the dugout. I think we might see someone get fired, or they're going to trade. Something's going to happen soon in Atlanta. I wonder how much is... Uh, I don't know anything about the snit, the snit comments with Dansby and Acuna, but I wonder how much it is where managers... Are just searching for, you know, like um, in a relationship. Okay. When you're just searching for the thing, the, the straw that breaks the camel's back, and you're like, to use as a sounding board, yeah. and Snit shows the Acuna, whatever it was, getting thrown out as like his sounding board to like highlight the bigger problems of the whole club. Like we're just not playing smart, we're not taking care of ourselves, whereas earlier in the season, he didn't need to make that message, and he got asked, so he was just trying to defend his guys at that point. And now, if you know the, that connect the dot happens after the fact, where he's like, "Oh shit, I contradicted myself. I should have used a different sounding board." I'm thinking out loud here. Thinking out loud. Wondering, uh, we'll see. Because that happens. We're gonna a lot. find out soon, yeah. man. Yeah. Braves get better. Be better. My award is uh, the Max Researcher Max told me we should talk about this guy award. Yes, sure did. Researcher Max said there's a player out there that has never really been hot enough in a single series to make it onto Enfuego. He's never been bad to be on Slump Watch. He's never had an individual single game to get onto uh, a standout performance list, but his overall numbers on the year are starting to be very, very impressive, and we should probably mention that. So this is the, like, uh, never never a highlight but a highlight. Isn't there a, there's a term that says something like that, like uh, never... Always a bridesmaid, never a bride? I think it's up. Yeah, I think that's maybe what I was thinking of, but that doesn't really fit. But like you know, we're we're not doing hot with our awards mm. today. At least the names of them. I like what you're saying, Jim and Jake. Like there's like in uh you know in in uh never like a in music like never had a number one hit, but Jimi Hendrix never had a, a number one hit according to the charts. But obviously, Jimi Hendrix has to come up when you talk about music. So this season, Stephen Duggar. For the Giants. Hmm. He missed a lot of April because he was hurt. So he may, he started the season April 17th. So his games are down. So whenever I do like the the uh, all John Boy Media team, his he doesn't hit the qualifying because he doesn't have as many games. But, I mean, his numbers are crazy good. He's got a 324 batting average, a 387 on base percentage, 979 OPS, um, just playing real good ball for those Giants who are in first place. And we keep saying, like, how are they doing this? What are they doing? Um, Duggar's uh, been a part of that. He's got a 171 OPS plus. 
on the season so far. So since he come back, he's just been hitting. Got a great name, Duggar. Everyone likes it. Um, Sounds like they developed this guy over there in San Francisco. Yeah. They sure did. He's hitting at the back of the lineup. It's a lot of fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. But, and he's kind of consistent. Um, like you said, it's never like one series he gets all his stats from. He kind of just doing it. So, Steven Duggar, know the name. Now you do. It's been good. I like that, Jim. I like, I like shining a little light on some of these guys who have seemed to, you know, have figured something out at the plate. Patrick Wisdom has been the talk of the town in Chicago. Now we've got Duggar. You're making him famous by mentioning him here. I like that a lot. Stop striking out so much, please. But other than that, keep doing it. Nobody cares about strikeouts. Doug, I wonder what his... Doogie. I uh, gave him a little love, one, one of my Giants rants, because uh, obviously referencing Trevor's, Trevor's coaching staff, number one coaching staff in baseball. But, yeah, man, I mean, the numbers are starting to get to an elite territory, and we saw this with, yeah, as we saw this with a lot of guys at different times that, man, keep rolling. And age 27, that's an age you see a lot of guys find it in baseball. Not a lot, but you do see guys find it's it. funny. As, as, as a pinch hitter or a sub in a game, his stats are, his batting average is better, but the power's not there. So I wonder, like, pinch hit, he's just trying to put the bat in the ball. Where as a starter, he started 29 games. He's got a one-dot OPS. Yeah, those relievers, you got to pick a pitch usually and kind of shorten up. You can see that. Yeah. Develop talent. It probably has something to do with his strikeout ratio too. I feel like pinch hitting, is a, you can strike out as a pinch hitter a ton. BBD, who is our best friend of the week? Guys, we already touched on him briefly. It's Trevor's story. Mm. He goes four for nine, three doubles, three ribbies, four mm. walks, two steals. Two steals. I love that. Can I uh can I suggest something? Yeah. Do we want to talk about the whole spader thing? No. We're mm. we just gonna glaze over that. No? Okay. Never mind my suggestion then. I, I want to talk to you about it off air, but I don't think it's I think in about five minutes we'll talk about it. I don't think it warrants anything on air because when you see little Poppy, Trevor, John say something and you know we kind of come with our tail in between our legs. That's why. Because we don't do that. I know, and a lot of the people that hate me forever just like are saying that I did the same thing with the buzzers, but I came on this very show. I said, I just heard a rumor that is so crazy, I will not speak on it. I said, I w- I'm not talking about it until it is released by a credited reporter it. and other people say it. And then the next day was when Joel Sherman said there has been rumors about uh, buzzing devices, and then I and then I said so. People that listened to this way back then said, then I said that's what I was referencing. I would have never put that out there before until it was out by other people. So, uh, but a lot of pe- people in the world that just yeah. hates me, they will don't be know. There's a geographical the component. Geographical component. There's some um, radio hosts over there that just have they spread the absolute and they not care. true. Yeah, yeah, don't care. But that was exactly so. That's uh, what I said I wouldn't do and crazy but yeah no yeah okay elevator talk let's in that damn thing get it Duggar playing great defense too Jim center field outfield jump 96 outs above average 89 there's another Duggar in the west there's a Robert Duggar on the Mariners 
And uh, I would, they're not going to play each other again this not year. Not related either. Well, they spell it different too. Steven Duggar, the hitter, is AR. The pitcher, Robert Duggar, is ER. And uh, I really would love them to play each other. And it'd be like the Duggar. Mm. Duggar Bowl. Yeah, is there a word that could be like D, like the Duggar Duel? There it is. The Duggar Duel. Duel. Maybe next year we'll get that. <laughs> Robert uh, Duggar, 0-5, lifetime, wins losses. Here we go. We're spinning the wheel. The Royals? Yeah. Do we want to spin again or do we want to do it? No, no. No, their no, season don't. just ended. Their season well, they were the first they were the first season team ended. to get swept by the Tigers. And I declared if you get swept by the Tigers, you're dead because they were kind of winning at that point. And now they get swept by the Tigers again. Mm. Again. Trade pieces? Is that what they're saying in the elevator in Kansas City? Are they talking about I like... I think we all had them over 70 wins on the season, something like that. 71 and a half wins. We all took the over. Mm. Do you think they still get there, Jim? Jake? Mm. What are they at right now? 30 and 37. And it's 70? I guess it, I think it, so. We have to look that up. Not if they're just trading. It matters how much they pillage the ship, man. I mean... Your guy, Gerard Dyson. How about it? Michael A. Taylor. I mean. They're not trading any of their pitchers except maybe Mike Miner. And, like, and they have the him for another young. year, too. So yeah, all the guys are young. So the pitching will still be there. That bullpen. Solaire's still having a bad season, though, right? Like, I don't know if anyone's going to pick him up. Take a flyer. Benny to the IL. I think you just say, like, what Merrifield? That's a ball player. Yeah. That's a ball player. That's, a, that's, that's, that's what a ball player does. I like Irvin it. Santana do, still doing it. Right, I love that. So we can talk about a little Irvin Santana. I the saw, real swerving Irvin. I saw a funny tweet mm. from someone I follow on Twitter that had uh, Aldeberte Mondesi. Is he getting hot? Okay. Um, someone that does daily fantasy stuff said, anyone else excited for the monster run Alberto Mondesi is about to go on? Did he just come off the IL? Is that what happened? Um. I don't know. I'll change your. Whole I have. Season. I have. No, it's such an out of context Adelbert, tweet from Adalberto's played eight games, three forty five batting average, one dot op. Okay, Adalberto. Urban Santana career earnings, quick. Urban Santana career earnings, go. Ninety six million dollars. Jake. Ninety six point one million dollars. Damn it! One hundred and twelve mm. mil, baby. You know what? Let's I'm go. close enough there that I'm happy with my guess. Trev, is he in your book? No. Ooh, tough. Jake sucks. He's in gyms. Oh, yeah, he's way deep in my boat. Yeah, for sure. A little, little chin strap. He's there. Wild card game. Had a lot of in-depth hitting discussion with Jim Tome. Expect to see some of that on MLB Network. Otani's doing the derby? Ooh. Biggie Cabs, Jimmy Tap.